Welcome back to the Big Sky Now. On today's episode, we'll take a look back at the Grizzlies' past runs to the national championship game with our go-to guy for the Grizz, Fritz Neighbor of Daily Interlake. Today's episode is brought to you by M&T Tires and Kalispell. M&T Tire and Kalispell has been locally owned since 1979. From urban avenues to untamed trails, M&T Tire will help you conquer any terrain, unleash the power within your ride. M&T Tire, wherever you go, we've got you covered. Thank you to our friends at M&T Tire and Kalispell for the support. That all being said, let's dive into the Grizzlies action with Fritz here. Fritz, you've had a chance to cover quite a bit of Grizz title games, witness some yourself. Uh, just wanted to kind of get some of your most memorable moments, those kind of things. The Grizz have made, I believe, seven trips to the national title game program history. Two wins coming in 95 and 2001 with wins over Marshall and Furman. So just kind of start this thing out. What are some of your favorite moments from past championship games? Things like that. We'll just kind of go from there. Well, you always remember the wins, and I wasn't covering the team. I was in Billings mm -hmm. uh, for the first four trips they made. Um, first two trips were in 95 and 96, and they had to play both games on Marshall's home field and split it with the Thunder and Herd. 95 was a pretty special group with Dave Dickinson as a senior, Walter Payton Award winner, um, great group of receivers. Uh, Don Reed, Swan Songs, it turned out, as head coach. Um, they went down there and Marshall sacked Dickinson 11 times and had a lead, um, but uh, Dickinson was able to rally the troops and get him uh, get a late drive going, uh, which was capped by the winning field goal from Andy Larson from Helena, Montana. So Dickinson, the CMR boy, um, you know, goes out a winner. Uh, 96, they went back with Brian Ayette as a sophomore quarterback putting up huge stats, uh, but there was a problem. The um, uh, Marshall had Randy Moss that year, and he was wearing these cat and hat socks, and that's all I remember seeing from that game was those cat and hat socks going up and down the field. He tore them apart. I think the loss was 49 to 29. It was a final. Probably wasn't that close. Uh, just a really dominant win for Marshall, who I think, well, I'm trying to remember who they played a quarterback. They played a Florida transfer quarterback that year. And redshirted Chad Pennington, who the year before had started as a freshman against the Grizz. And then Pennington came back the next three years and really was a really good quarterback and obviously uh, had a nice, lengthy NFL career. Um, and then 2000, and this this game this coming Sunday kind of reminds me of 2000 because I don't think very many people thought the Grizz could win that game. And the Grizz led that game, brought them to the point where um, – Georgia Southern's Adrian Peterson, not, you know, not, not Oklahoma's Adrian Peterson, Georgia Southern's Adrian Peterson, Peterson, who also played in the NFL and was pretty good. Um, Former Chicago Bear. <laughs> yeah, Chicago Bear, that's right. And he tore off a long run to put him ahead, and then they couldn't quite get her done after that. And then that just set the, set the uh, table for 2001 when they got back there. And uh, those two games, uh, by that point, those games were moved to Chattanooga, Tennessee, which is where they stayed for quite a while. So the Grizz won uh, the 2001 over Furman. Pretty low-scoring game. I remember that for uh, the Grizz getting pinned back at their one-yard line and John Edwards leading them on a 99-yard touchdown drive. That basically, even though it was never, um, a, you know, like a dominating lead, it was 13-0, it just seemed to set the tone like you just knew at that point that I think the Grizz had – had a handle on things, and we're going to pull that one out. And then uh, I came back from the Gazette to the Missoulian in 04, 
And I think one of the first games I saw um, was Northern Colorado with Vincent Jackson. Um, he got big yards. That defense is pretty young. They're playing a lot of young kids. But they got hot at the right time. They had a loss of Portland State. And they got hot. Craig Oaks was playing extremely well at quarterback um, as a senior. And uh, the way it worked out, it was just, it kind of worked out like 95, where um, teams kept getting upset. And so the Grizz kept hosting playoff games that you didn't think they were going to host. So they had some three playoff games, just like this year. And, uh, but instead, but they weren't a two seed that year. They were kind of like, uh, you know, they were a high seed. You knew they were going to get one home game and then teams kept losing and, and the winning team would have to go on the road to face the Grizz. So they caught fire. Then they went to uh, James Madison and, uh, or I'm sorry, went to Chattanooga and faced James Madison. And, you know, that was a game where uh, a lot like the 09 game, they led and they had a chance to go up two scores. They, I think they had three trips, four trips inside the 35 yard line against GMU and came up with uh, zero points. And uh, GMU took a lead right before halftime, 10 to seven and lost it in the third quarter, had a turnover. Um, but then the, after they lost, they fell behind 21-17. They launched a scoring drive that was all runs. Um, they didn't throw the ball once and didn't have to. They just motored down the field. That field, by the way, was terrible. They'd resodded it about two weeks or three weeks before the game, and it didn't didn't take. So huge chunks of turf were coming up. Uh, you could see the netting or the mesh underneath that they tried to lay down underneath the sod so the sod would grab and hold. Didn't hold. Um, it was one of those deals where I think it was a winnable game. Um, Craig Oaks threw a, for a career high passing yardage, 371. Um, they only sacked him once, and that was on the, the very final drive when they are already down 10. Um, frustrating loss because, uh, you know, I I thought – James Madison was really good, but I thought the Grizz could have played better, could have had more success finishing off drives. And uh, the interesting thing about that is the Jamie coach at that time was Mickey Matthews. And he was the D coordinator for Marshall in 95 and 90, or no, just 95. And I remember talking to him to lead up to that game. And he, we talked about that 95 game. And he said, you know, he, he felt his defense did a good job against Dickinson. You know, they sacked him 11 times. They held him to, 22 points, but what they didn't count on was not being able to score against the Grizz. And they just uh, couldn't get it done. Blake, Blaine Michael Murray was slobber knocking people all over the place, the Libby Flash. And uh, they just uh, had it going on in 95 and 01. And suddenly, uh, you know, the 08 and 09 trips back to back just kind of um, all of a sudden they're two and five in title games. So here's a chance for to get a bit, a little bit better. Uh, mark on the ledger a little bit better winning percentage and they're not the favorite but like i said it, it kind of reminds me of that 2000 game where they could have beat georgia southern with uh with one more break here or there yeah you got it and you can probably throw a little asterisk on the loss to randy moss and marshall i'm kidding but one of the greatest receivers in nfl history hard for anybody to stop that guy so you can kind of give him a little pass there but no and you know i did you had mentioned previously to me off the air you had seen the Grizz lose three times in person. Was uh, out of those games. Uh, is there any like you said about that? Was it? I don't know which games you were at. I guess that's a good start. But what teams of those did you think the Grizz should have won this one? You know, oh four kind of comes to mind. I thought the 0-9 game against Villanova, which was another one that you know they lost by two, 
again, had trouble finishing drives. I thought it was interesting or kind of disheartening. Uh, you know, in 08 and 09, Mark Mariani put up huge numbers in the first half and then didn't catch a pass in the second, both those games. And in 09, I went back and rewatched. I used to DVR every game and rewatch and do this blog post. You know, here's what I wish I'd written. They didn't target him once the second half in 09 that I could see. I went back and watched very carefully. So, yeah, it's been 14 years and it's still stuck with me. So, um, yeah. you know, I thought that was winnable. It, it was it was a case where I think Chase Reynolds was a little banged up and in that junior year. And Mariani was probably their best player on the field. And uh, and uh, they didn't get on the ball in the second half. And meanwhile, Villanova's best player was a guy named Matt Caesar, who played for the Cubs for five years. He was also a tremendous baseball player. Um, they got him the ball and he, uh, he won it. He won it for him. And, uh, you know, we just talked about Randy Moss. The other thing, I, I remember talking with Craig Paulson about that. All, all Marshall did in 96 was wind, they'd line up double tight. And if you uh, double tight to one side, and if you doubled Randy Moss, had somebody over the top of them, they ran behind those double tights and got six yards a pop. And if you, if you uh, wheeled your defense over to take care of that double tight formation, Randy Moss was flying down the field in his cat and hat socks. So yeah, pretty simple approach, but very effective. Yeah, when you got that guy to throw to, it makes it a little bit easier for sure. Um, I, I did want to ask you, you know, that was they, you know, thanks for taking time to do this. A lot of great info right there for Grizz fans. I'm learning myself on the fly here. And I did want to ask, you know, of course, recency bias is always gonna be a thing, but having covered your fair share of Grizz teams, having followed the Grizz for a long time, just kind of where does this year's team, their journey to the championship game kind of there was a time this year where nobody really saw it coming. I, kind of, I We joked before, I, I remember after that NAU loss, you were bringing up another past year where, hey, they kind of lost a bad game and turned it around. So that does happen. But kind of where would you rank this year's team and just their journey and kind of the uniqueness of it kind of on the all-time, maybe not most surprising, but just kind of a special run to the top? Yeah, you know, it's in a lot of ways, it reminds me of uh, – um, 2000 a little bit, you know, 2000, they, they were forced to play two quarterbacks because Drew Miller kept getting banged up and Johnny Edwards was on the field at the end of that one. Um, the 2014, you know, 03, Craig Oaks had transferred in, not knowing that Bobby Hawk was going to be his head coach. And then he basically broke an ankle in fall camp. So he didn't really have an 03 season that he wanted or anybody wanted for him. They played four quarterbacks that year, I think. And, you know, made the playoffs and then lost in the first round. So then 04, he's back, he's healthy. And you could just see as as the season progressed and, you know, Lex Hilliard from Flathead High was tearing off huge chunks of yardage. Um, Justin Green was still there in 04. Um, you know, they're they running the rock. They had a great out. They had a really good O-line, young on defense, playing, playing a lot of true freshmen that year. And, um, you know, this this one kind of reminds me of that because it's kind of like it was almost like Oaks was a new quarterback in 04. And here the Grizz have basically a, a new quarterback that they didn't really decide on until the fourth or fifth game, you know. And, and uh, you know, all these teams that have made the title have had one thing in common, steady quarterback play, steady and sometimes spectacular quarterback play. You know, Dickinson, Oaks, John Edwards, Andrew Sell, Brian Ayotte. Um, Drew Miller, Drew Miller can, man, could he make some throws, the BYU transfer. And, uh, and to that, unless you had Clifton McDowell, who just, you know, when he's, when he breaks contain, it's tough to bring down. He's 
made some really, really good throws on the run. Um, I think they've done a good job game to game by, you know, putting together new patterns um, for their cook, for their receivers. And I don't know, you know, can I just cop out and say this is one of the top eight? <laughs> yeah, there we go. No, fair enough. No, I know that was kind of a tough one. I, I just had to ask because it really has been such a unique season where true roller coaster of emotions for Montana Grizzlies fans. You're a lot of question marks early, and then all of a sudden they ripped off all those wins in a row, started dominating teams, really turned the corner, dominate the ball of the wild. So it ended up being a very special year. Of course, any year you make the championship game, like you said, they're all special. So it's kind of that's a good cop out right there. No, for sure, Fritz. And overall, uh, great stuff. If there's anything else you want to throw out there about the past championship games, if not, great stuff. And we'll be uh, covering more on the Big Sky now throughout the weekend. Everyone ready for the big game? Yeah. You know, I I, just, I would just add that even though they lost to Richmond and, and were pretty flat, um, the 08 team was, was basically my favorite one to cover because 07, they'd gone unbeaten. They were 11-0 and somehow lost at home to Wofford. There's another one of those deals where they didn't finish drives and then they missed a field goal at the very end. And 08, you thought, well, maybe they're laying in the weeds. They were picked by the coaches immediate to, to win the Big Sky that year. But I didn't think anybody foresaw them um, going as far as they did. And one of the reasons is they, is they went to James Madison, which was unbeaten for the semifinal and won in just a ridiculous game. Very, very emotional win. Uh, the bad news for the Grizz is that, you know, they flew across country, they played, they had to fly back into Helen, I think, because Missoula was fogged in. Uh, they barely got back into Missoula and maybe got in one or two practices and they're back on the road to Chattanooga. And I think it showed when they got on the field. They lost 24 to 7, missed tackles, holding penalties. Um, they just kind of uh started out on their heels and never quite a, quite got their footing, except for Mariani in the first half, 170 yards. But they just couldn't quite finish off drives that one too. And they, you know, I've said more than once that I thought all three of those trips I made to Chattanooga, I think the Grizz could have won. Man, that was a tall order in 08. And, um, just just a tough situation to go back-to-back -back all the way across the country and fly into – well, I think they had to fly in Atlanta the second time. D.C. the first time, Atlanta the second time, and then you bus. And anyway, but still my favorite team. You know, Chase Reynolds was a sophomore. Um, Cole Berquist, I didn't mention him before, had a really great senior season. Uh, one of the things that happened in that game is he got – he took a helmet to the thigh – which really hampered him the rest of the game. And um, I talked to him months later, and he still had a dent in his thigh from that hit. That's how hard he got hit in that game. So, you know, just a great team to cover. Mariani came to his own. Uh, Reynolds was great. Colt Anderson was flying around. All these guys are walk-ons except for Reynolds. You know, Mariani and Anderson and Tyler Carwin, just a bunch of walk-ons, a bunch of blue-collar kids from Montana, and really got it done. Yeah, no, and, that, and this year's team kind of, speaking of that, has a little similar feel. Just a lot of guys who coming into this year maybe didn't have the most accolades or this and that. Last year had a lot more star power, but just solid every single play, never take a play off. And you mentioned the travel this time of year. That is rough. I know uh, just to, compared to this year, Albany had to go from Idaho back to the East Coast and then came played South Dakota State, and they got thumped 59-0. to zero. So, you know, that, that's how it goes. It's tough travel, especially college kids. 
a lot of going on. So, no, well said, Fritz. Awesome stuff. Thank you for taking the time to do this, talking a little Grizz football, getting everyone ready for the championship game, taking a little blast from the past, had to keep everyone up to date on all the good stuff. So, no, thank you, Fritz. Thank you to our friends at MNC Tire, and thanks to everyone for checking out the show.